Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast, the only pro wrestling on the planet that is posted by me. Now that is true. Now, I told you there was going to be a lot of highs and lows and roller coasters this week. Some people got mad that I did my podcast in a car yesterday. But hey, I like to get episodes out there, much as I do when big announcements come from WWE, as they have done the last couple of hours. And I'm uh, privileged to be joined by Patreon member, my man Andrew, who did support me on patreon.com for the summer 316. How are you doing today, Andrew? How's things? I'm good, Miller. Uh, how are you? Yeah, that was a little weird. Uh, what happened? <laughs> Okay. I just, I've just noticed as well, like, since the last time we chatted, you've grown quite a sporting beard. And that is a pretty damn good beard, if I do say so myself. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. Well, this is just what happens when I'm too lazy to shave. Well, dude, you've done all right. So we are going to get into the Royal Rumble later on, because obviously that's what everybody's talking about. But before we did that, I thought we have to talk about mm. Vince McMahon's big announcement, which dropped about, yeah, about an hour, two hours ago as we're, as we're talking here. And we, it's what we all, all suspected. It's not like it's anything too out of the ordinary. But yes, Vincent Mann is going to relaunch the XFL, the football league that cost him something like $130 million 20 years ago, whatever it was. Um, I, let, let's start at the start, as we should do. Now, obviously, especially sort of, you know, in the early 2000s, I know American football has always been popular in the United Kingdom. Obviously, now it's a lot bigger. I, I, start start. Are you an American football fan? I think you are, right? I think we had this conversation before. Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, my, the team that is in my city actually is going to the Super Bowl. I'm in Philadelphia. That's what I thought. I remember we had that conversation last time. So right now, mm. this is all quite pertinent because obviously the Royal Rumble's in Philadelphia as well. So, so it's all tying yeah, in. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all tying in. Um, when the XSFL first launched in the early 2000s, you know, because obviously American football is the, I don't know, baseball as well, but it's like the life, it's like football over here. It's like Premier League stuff. What did you think when the XSFL first uh-huh. launched? I mean, were you intrigued? Were you not intrigued? I mean, where did you kind of fall down on it all? Well, to don't hate me, Miller, but when that came out, I was maybe 10 or 11. Yeah, that does, that does make me hate you. But still, you're a, young, <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're a young kid. You must have had thoughts about it. Like, you must have been... Okay, so maybe you didn't understand it entirely, but you must have had a... a, a well, I, I thought it was interesting because, you know... At the time, I was just sort of getting into wrestling. I, I got into it at around 01, 02. Yeah. We talked about this last time. Yeah. Um, so seeing Vince McMahon on football was kind of was kind of interesting. And from a pure like sport perspective, some of the games weren't that bad. No, they were. They, I just, watched some of them, yeah. Uh, the 30 for 30 thing on ESPN kind of documented all of it. They just had some really crappy luck. Yeah, and they made some stupid decisions as well. Like, you know, no, no preseason and all that kind of stuff was a little bit extreme, to say the least. Mm. Um, okay, so, okay, so now then, here we are, sort of almost 20 years removed. And let's get into the specifics. So, I mean, there isn't a lot of details at the moment. The kind of idea at the moment is it's meant to be a football game aimed at fans. Vince McMahon wants to try and get games down to two hours, less infractions. Uh, it sounds like more interactivity, more behind the scenes, all this kind of stuff. And it's going to be in the off-season, obviously, when after the Super Bowl, you'll then get the XFL. Yeah. So there isn't going to be any direct competition mm-hmm. in that sense. So, I mean, where do you stand on it? 
right now. I mean, I got to say, I respect Vince McMahon massively for doing this because this is basically him saying. Oh, me too. Yeah, it's basically him saying, I'm about to die. This is the one thing that I was never able to succeed. Now I'm going to try and make it succeed. The man is, I, I can't help but respect him because it takes a lot of balls to, to fail and then, and then pick yourself back up. But as a fan, I watch American football, but I wouldn't call myself a fan. I, like, I just like watching games. As a fan that has a team, you know, say, let's say, uh, you know, the Steelers win the, um, uh, the, the Super Bowl, right? Uh-huh. Then you're pretty happy. And then the XFL starts, yeah. in, the XFL starts in February. Are you going to watch the XFL? I mean, say it was happening in a month's time, or do you actually quite like that break? Well, I, li- I like sports all, all year round. I mean, uh, I don't know if you can see the video from here, but if you mentioned the Steelers, my, my, the room where I'm doing it in is basically all Steelers. Yeah. <laughs> That's good, but, um, uh, but there's actually a couple of other sort of secondary leagues in America for football. There's the Arena Football League, and there's also the Indoor Football League as well. Yeah. And they, they kind of have like cult followings, to put it in wrestling terms. They're kind of like the Ring of Honor type fan. Like, they're really into it. Okay. That makes sense. Um, you took all the words out of my mouth. I mean, I respect the hell out of them because this is really the one thing that he failed at and you know on that documentary he basically said as much and he's like without going too much into sort of uncharted waters people are not necessarily happy with the nfl at the moment so i think he kind of uh whether it's the concussions or some of the other stuff and i don't blame him for trying to sort of come in on that on that wave of mm, negativity towards the nfl i think especially because he wants to launch it in 2020 so that gives him you know two years that's smart and then he wants to do it yeah. eight, eight teams 40 man active rosters and the thing that i found most interesting is that he only wants a 10 week regular season so it's very quick you know i know you've got playoffs yeah. after that and stuff but in terms of the 10 week regular season it's not like it's going it's not going to feel like a burden to be invested in it, it's basically no. you know ten weeks and maybe you know maybe a month extra or something with playoffs depending on on what the on what the roles are. Probably not a lot, lot less to be honest. So again, like it's weird because I think everybody well first time around it was the extremely you know has the whole name, but this time it really is more of a a family friendly version almost with the rules kind. I mean we don't know for sure, but it certainly sounds like the rules are going to be tailored back a bit to simplify things, and that is very different to what he did first time. Mm-hmm. And to sort of look at this from from a different perspective, to go to go to a Steelers game or to go to an Eagles game, you basically have to mortgage your house. Oh, is it, I, I, I had no idea how much it is to go. Is it ridiculous? Yeah, and I, I've been to a couple of the arena team games. They're called the Philadelphia Soul here. Yeah, and to get to get fifty yard line tickets, it's give or take about. 80 90 bucks which is you know expensive but not to the 150 300 ticket prices that they have for the nfl 300 dollars, dude that is, a, that is that's a- for like that's nosebleeds really how much is it to sit in the best seats in the house then on average would you guess thousand bucks less more Gr- grand 1500 maybe wow for a flipping football game i mean that is it's insane. Well, that's the thing, right? So you, you, you're highlighting all these problems where the NFL has almost spiraled out of control, you could argue. And maybe that's where Vince McMahon sees his hole. Maybe that's where he thinks, yeah. hey, this is where we can, 
you know, this is where we can make a dent. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's as crazy as it was when it first came out like a month or so ago. I actually think now we've seen him talk about it and we've heard his ideas. It's not it's not too audacious, I don't think. It doesn't seem that way. I, I agree. I mean, um, the idea that I've, I've had is because the, the Arena League is kind of struggling at the moment. Right. There's only like there's only like four teams now. If I were him, I would just try to buy up all of that so that he could just rebrand all of that. I guess because that's the thing at the moment they don't have any they don't have anything do they? They haven't got a TV deal. They haven't got any teams. They haven't got well anything. They don't have a structure in place. But I think kind of this seems to be testing the waters almost. And I think in a way he's probably hoping people go well. You should do this like you just said. Those kind of ideas. Mm. It certainly sounds like he'd be. He'd be very open to listening to. I look, and also just in case you know you're wondering how it's affected WWE, the share price right now is at an all-time high, so we'll have to see how that affects things overnight. But clearly, it was an announcement that people are confident about. Vince McMahon has also said it's not going to affect his running of WWE at all. He's still going to be front and center, pushing everything. He's very clear about that. Um, and I know he's already taken a back seat over the last couple of years anyway, so I'm not saying that that transition's not still going to be happening. And there's going to be no crossover between the WWE and XFL. So we're not going to see Roman Reigns being, being an XFL player. <laughs> and I just, I don't know. I actually feel far more positive and far more perkier about the, uh, the idea than maybe I would have done on paper when it was first, when it was first pitched. Well, a- after the documentary, like you, you kind of got the idea that something yeah. might be happening. It was a bit strange for so, that just to happen, yeah. Um, I, I agree. I mean, I, I look forward to it. Um, I like going to sort of the, the arena football team. I like going to like minor league baseball, a, because you can get there for cheap kind of, and you can enjoy it for a pure sport perspective. And I think that's what's lacking, right? That certainly sounds to be like, what's one of the problems from, uh, uh, the NFL at the moment is that there's so much other stuff that's wrapped up in it that yeah maybe the sporting aspects go out of the window and that's what people miss and that's what people get upset about mm-hmm. well we will uh, we will have to wait and see we'll have to wait and see what happens but I am certainly more again it was only like a 30 minute press conference there's not really that much to talk about other than I don't know I just think I just think there's something there my my favorite part was when uh, the one reporter was asking, can you give us any of the market research? And he's like, we'll do it in time. We'll do it in time. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but that, look, I, it certainly sounds like they've learned from before. And I think that is the most important thing. If Vincent Mann actually understands where he's failed and then he can learn from those failures, that's awesome. That probably means he'll do all right. So right now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to state my claim that actually this is, uh, this is a bit more successful than the last time. Especially if he does keep politics out of it, because obviously that's been a whole thing with the NFL this year as well. Is that that has, uh, yeah. you know, when you've got the president of the United States arguing with the National Football League, it's a bit like, what the flip is going on here? <laughs> very strange, very strange. All right, so transitioning to wrestling quickly. It has been a very interesting week in pro wrestling. So, Andrew, I want to get, you know, I want to get a man on the ground's opinion on all of this. You, I imagine you've watched Raw 25 and SmackDown by now. Um, I think both shows were fun, but I think ultimately, I think I've made this quite clear everywhere, <laughs> ultimately they were lacking when you kind of take into account we have the Raw Rumble on Sunday. Um, but where, where do you, where, how have you found this week in the world of wrestling? Because I'm sure, like everybody, you were quite excited. Do you feel like it lived up to your expectations? 
I don't hate it as much as everybody else that does. Yeah. But I can, I can certainly see why people were annoyed. I th- yeah, I mean, I think people wanted a big announcement at Raw 25. I think that's the, the thing people needed almost. And to an extent, I agree because I, I was fine with all, all the legend pieces and the legend segments coming back and the, the lack of like moving a story along. But you kind of needed that last thing to sort of put the button on it. And I don't necessarily think we got that. No, no, I, I totally agree because to me, that is what The Undertaker should have been. That's, you know, that's, that's, that I thought that was where, and I do, I, I have heard the argument to it is that, you know, if you, if you want to do John Cena and take an announce it after the Raw Rumble, you don't want to give away the fact that Raw Rumble, uh, John Cena's not going to win the Raw Rumble if he's in a feud with The Undertaker. That makes sense. However, you have to do something. And really, the highlight of Raw 25 especially happened within the first 30 minutes of the show. And, you know, it did an amazing rating as well. It did a 4.5, it did a 4.5 rating, which for WWE these days is absurd. Which shocks me. Well, I, I, honestly, man, I think this is, the, this is the problem, right? I really do think they caught the imagination of a lot of people. And that's why they really needed to put something on to try and keep those people. And given that the SmackDown rating just went right back to what it was before, I think that's the issue. People were just a bit like, oh, okay, well, nothing, nothing. I mean, it was entertaining. It was certainly entertaining, but I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 go on, man. Uh, and it's not it's not even so much about the storylines because we we've grown accustomed to the go home shows not really doing much but this raw 25 just seemed really for lack of a better word sloppy to me how do you mean i think i know what you mean but go into it more As the 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 two venue thing didn't necessarily work you go from jr and king to to the Brooklyn uh, to the Barclays Center, there wasn't a lot of cohesion to me, and these are just my opinions. But it was very disjointed. It was very you could tell that two separate things were going on as opposed to one show. I agree with that, and I, I, in hindsight, and even maybe at the time, I'm kind of amazed. They just, I understand why they did the two show thing, but I think a part of me thinks it would have made more sense to do an hour and a half in one and an hour and a half in the other. I think the jumping around, not only... I thought it was fine for a TV, TV audience, but it certainly seemed as if the... Um, uh, the what do you call it? The, um, the, the live crowd... Demand. They struggled mm. a bit, it sounds like. I actually had friends in the Manhattan Center for, for all 25. And they were not pleased at all. So I mean, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna guess it's gonna be the same as what other people have uh, been saying. But what was their overwhelming criticism? Uh the the lack of action. They the, they only had like two two or five matches. They had stuff that happened, but it was off TV. Yeah. They didn't have a Titan Tron to to watch the other stuff. They had big televisions, right? Hmm. That's not that's not the greatest thing in the world in 2018, is it? Watch on a on a, t- well, not a tiny TV. I'm sure it was a big TV, but yeah, I don't I don't know. That seems uh, I don't know. I mean, I think it came off well on TV, yeah. But after hearing what everybody said, and also like right now, if I said to you, give me something from Raw 25 that sort of stood out, 
I don't know what you're going to say. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing like, there's nothing that I don't believe you can take from Raw 25, which will now transition into the Rumble. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. But there was, there was some cool moments, like the bit with DX and Finn Balor at the end. I was like, oh, my God, this, this is awesome. But that has nothing to do with what's going on this weekend. I, mean, I think the problem with that is, and we're, I, I, I imagine you're like me, we're kind of the problem because I'm going to watch it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, they, they, they could have actively shot an angle that said, you know, some guy looking right into the camera and going, Simon Miller, we think you're a massive prick. And I would have still tuned in. <laughs> if anything, that would have made me tune into the Royal Rumble more. So I'd be like, how did that happen? What? So, <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's my thing. It's like, so I get there's a, there's a and I almost feel like they rely on us, on us too much. It's weird they both rely on that kind of fan and they don't rely on that kind of fan because obviously they don't. Because if they did, Roman Reigns wouldn't be in the position that he is. However, they also do because they know we're always going to be there. And that's what I honestly think that's kind of what the network has done in 2018 is that you almost don't need to promote things anymore. You can, it's almost like, well, that audience is bedded in. I don't know. I, it's just, we live in such a strange time when it comes to wrestling right now. Sometimes I don't know what to make of it. I, I agree. Um, the The... It's promoted like crazy here in Philadelphia, but are you going? It's kind of like uh, I'm going to take over and I'm going to Raw. Oh, do, well, dude, right? You're coming on the podcast next week as well, then, because we've got to get <laughs> we've got to get live feedback, man. Is there? Is it? Did you did you specifically choose those two those two events, or is it just couldn't get Royal Rumble tickets? I, I couldn't get Rumble tickets. I I did want to go to Takeover. Yeah, and I went to. I went to Battleground, which was a SmackDown thing. I remember. Yeah, so yeah, I figured, yeah. you know, that, uh, be fair, I'll go to Raw. Well, that makes sense. What did you actually? As, we'll go. Into, I want to get into NXT and uh, the Royal Rumble in in a bit, sort of properly. But what did you? Before we do, what what did you think of SmackDown this week? I thought SmackDown kind of had exactly the same problem as Raw. It didn't really get me too excited about. I mean, I I like all the Daniel Bryan stuff, but I thought they screwed it up. Uh, they thought they screwed it all up last week by not doing anything. I, it felt like another show that didn't really hit all the boxes I would have wanted it to. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I only really watched the highlights of SmackDown. But dude, to be honest, man, there's, I, if, when, I, when I sit down to talk about it, I get through it so quickly. I'm like, oh, nothing really happened. So I don't blame <laughs> you. I mean, what, what, you know, what did we do? We had, you know, had the tag team. We had the, uh, sorry, the, the, uh, the what do you call it? Uso versus Gable match was good. I think they'll have a good match uh-huh. in the pay-per-view. We had all the Sami Zayn, AJ Styles, Kevin Owens stuff. It was good. The women's stuff was throwaway. We threw Randy Orton, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Baron Corbin into a thing. That was a show. That was a show. There's, not, there's other little bits, but there's nothing else we can really talk about. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's it, right? It was okay. And I think that's a very strange, again, second biggest pay-per-view of the year. But I think maybe WWE thinks that. Maybe WWE thinks, you know, we don't need to do this. I don't know. I don't know. It was a, it was a wrestling show on a Tuesday night. Yeah. That, dude, which is nuts given that we have on Sunday. Right. Okay. Let's talk about the two big events of the weekend. I think that's pertinent to talk about it here. Dude, you've got an awesome NXT show, man. You are, you are in for an absolute treat. Uh, is, the, is NXT in the same venue as the Rumble this year? It's in the Wells Fargo yep. Center, right? That's the same one, isn't it? Yes, sir. Right. Okay. So I actually think you've got an awesome, an awesome card. So we'll literally just go through it and you can, you can tell me who you think is going to win and if you're excited. I heard today, I, I don't know this was, I didn't notice this was, uh, I didn't think this was on the card beforehand. So I don't know when it was added, but they're doing Cassius, Onus versus, Cassius Ono versus the Velveteen Dream. 
which I actually think is oh, a damn, I, that's a damn good I, match on paper. I, I love that because I, I would I was disappointed that he didn't have a match yet on the card. Yeah, it was weird. I thought it was weird. Yeah, he he's one of the people that I'm that I'm actually bought the ticket to to see. Which one, Velveteen Dream or? Uh, Velveteen Dream. Well, dude, I mean, that, if that doesn't sum up the kind of year he had last year and this year, I don't know what does. Um, and I guess in a match with Cassius Ono, who is kind of in NXT to help those people and, you know, have good matches, surely he beats him as well. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Oh, I think, that's, uh, I think that's a very, very smart match to put on. Also, if they do open the show, which I think they have to, just because there's so many other... Cha- every other match has a championship or a stipulation. I don't think you can put it on first. I think, you know, if, if they... If they uh, operate in the way that i assume they will do it could be the match of the night like it really could do i, I agree uh velveteen dream is currently one of my favorites in all of wwe yeah so i'm very excited for that well dude like i say we'll definitely get you on next week to get a, a first-hand report about it um and then that builds us into the undisputed era bobby fish and kyle o'reilly going against the authors of pain for the uh, nxt tag team championships now, the thing I love about the Authors of Pain the most is that maybe even a year ago, people were ragging all over them. And now, they're, I think they're pretty damn good. <laughs> What's your take on it, man? Uh, I agree. Uh, the, uh, I'm, I was never really ragging on them. I'm just like, oh, okay, let's, let's, just see, let's just see what they can do. I kind of held my judgment until they got some some feet under them and they're doing great work right now. Uh, I think the issue with this match is whether or not one of them or both of them go into the rumble. The authors of pain. Oh, you mean, you mean the whole, both teams? Well, because don't you think the authors of pain should be called up by now or will be called up soon? I mean, if they lose this match, I would say, yes, what else can they possibly do? They've kind of worked with everybody, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's probably a good shout. So why not? I mean, the only thing I don't like about debuting new guys like that in the Rumble is they lose. And I don't necessarily think it hurts them too much. Obviously, AJ Styles lost in his first Rumble, and he's AJ Styles. But still, there is ways and means, means to do it. And if you can come up with a good story about why they get chucked out, I don't think it's the worst idea in the world. I'm certainly not against it. I'd just be intrigued. I think you're right. What else do they do? And you're not going to have, I don't think at this stage, where I totally believe that Adam Cole eventually is going to win the NXT title, you probably want to keep the titles on Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly for now. Because you want that undisputed era to feel like the dominant force of NXT. Uh, again, nothing, nothing but agree. Um, I think it's too soon for them to be called up. They're, they'll be running the show with CN probably this whole year. I yeah. Think. yeah, I think so. Uh, mix in Velveteen Dream, of hopefully at some point. And I, I think those group of guys are going to be the ones that are going to be stealing the shows at these takeovers this year. Yeah, I honestly believe... Let's maybe, depending on when they want to call people up, I may be getting ahead of myself here, maybe the SummerSlam takeover. But takeover in the next six to eight months, I can totally see Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream for the NXT title. I can totally see that match. Dude. (laughs) (laughs) But it's true though, right? Like it's, it just, it just seems, you know, it it kind of this, uh, I can't think of the right word, but NXT feels like it's getting exciting. It felt... Let me rephrase that. For one point, at one time, it did feel like it went a little bit flat, just because they, you know, all oh. those, you know, all those people went cooled up and stuff. You, you don't have to rephrase it. I agree. Yeah, well, it really did, right? It's kind of like who is our, who's our Finn Balor, who's our Samoa Joe, who's our Kevin Owens, who's they all went, 
And it's like no one was really there. And that's not a knock on anybody was there. It's just it was a, it was a, it was a numbers game, if nothing else. The numbers were down. I, I started watching NXT weekly again when the Velveteen Dream was feuding with Black. Well, there you go, right? And that kind of sums it up. And it's those kind of characters that have made it exciting again, which is why I think you can, you can now get rid of people like the Authors of Pain. And, you know, maybe even, maybe not Johnny Gargano just yet, because you've got to do his Champa stuff. But do you know what I mean? You, you, you've built it again to where you can have a transition. And as long as they transition it correctly, I actually think they'll, they'll do pretty good with it. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with everything there. Yeah. And then that leads us into what I think is the most interesting match of the card. From a, or just from an out of nowhere perspective, Ember Moon, who is obviously the women's champion, against Shayna Baszler who's only really been around for about eight minutes. <laughs> now she's on a takeover show in a championship match. However, let's be honest, you, she's very, very good. The, the people listening can't see, but I, I'm twirling my finger. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I've been, I've been really impressed with Shayna Baszler. Like, I think she just gets it to me. She's one of those people that just gets it. On it? Really? But you don't think so? <sighs> Yeah, this is good, Andrew. Come at me. Come at me. I just, I just don't like her. I mean, uh, sure, her work is fine, but she, she's green as hell. Even, even you gotta admit that. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't. <laughs> that's what, that's what I meant by I'm surprised that she's found herself into this position. But I do believe, given, like I say, she's been around for all of a hiccup, she shows more potential in my head, at least anyway, than, than most other people. It doesn't necessarily mean I'd put her in a te- in the championship match here. But I'm not entirely against it. I don't think she should win. I think that, um, I, that may be a bit crazy. However, though, we do have a Women's Royal Rumble the day after. And I, I, I'm not 100% against the idea of Ember Moon losing here and being in that Royal Rumble. Uh, you make some interesting points. Uh, if she was in a match with, like, say, Peyton Royce or something, I'm talking about Shayna, I wouldn't have that much of an issue with it. It's the fact that she's... People talk about Roman Reigns getting the push. Like, this is a worse push to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's very extreme. I can't, I, can't, I can't argue that because, you know, it's, it's very quick, clearly. But look, this is the other thing, though, right? We'll get into this in a minute. Shayna Baszler, obviously good friends with Ronda Rousey. Shayna Baszler's being pushed very quickly. I don't think that's coincidence. That's all I'm going to say. I don't think it's a coincidence. Uh, but who, who, who have you got for this one? I mean, I think I know who you're going to choose. But if you had to, who who you call to win this match? Well, you, you actually changed my opinion somewhat on this, so I'm not very confident now. <laughs> well, no, go, go with your original heart. Never change your mind. You can because if you change your mind now, you'll you'll hate me forever. So go with whatever your <laughs> go with whatever your your heart told you. I think Ember Moon's going to win, but that scenario that you just presented, as much as I really don't want to see Shayna with the belt. I I can I can respect that opinion and that that angle and not necessarily hate it because I would like to see Ember in the Women's Royal Rumble. They need they need people, man. They're, 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 I don't know how many short they are, but I know it was at least double figures. So, but who, I mean, it, and then the other question would be: Is Ember Moon would necessarily ready for that? But is it the right time? Because I mean, if Ronda Rousey is coming in, I don't think Ember Moon wants to go up to the main roster because she will be lost very quickly. Well, it depends on where she goes. Because I, I would think Rousey would go to Raw. 
Well, that, more you know, good point. Very good point. I forgot about that. You don't have to have them on the same show at all, so she could shine completely on herself. Because I mean, uh, Ember Moon versus Naomi or a Charlotte feud. I mean that that would make the women's in, uh, division a little bit more interesting going into WrestleMania. Yeah, I I I I agree. I know they just brought a load of people up from NXT, obviously, but they haven't exactly been you. I mean, they brought them up for the Rumble, didn't they? I think that's quite clear now. Mm. Um, I don't know. I think I think you're right. I think Ember Moon will win, but I don't. I I I, I not. I wouldn't call it a lock. That's what that's what my gut tells me. Uh, and then we move into what genuinely could be the best match over the entire weekend, which is Alan, Alistair Black versus Adam Cole in an Extreme Rules match in Philadelphia, which is the most... I mean, what a ridiculous... On paper, what a ridiculous match that is. Dude, you've got to be so excited you're going to get to see that. I think the over-under for EC dub chance will be about five <laughs> throughout the match. <laughs> but did you must... Be, I mean, have all the wrestling that you've seen in your life surely a small part of you is like what if this could be it this could be the best thing i've ever seen oh i i agree uh this is if it's done well which i don't doubt that it will it could be easily top four or five matches i've ever seen in my life yeah <laughs> live i i i think i mean i'd like to have you back on anyway because i think live reports are always good but i have such uh Hope. Well, so much faith in these two guys and the fact that, you know, it's Extreme Rules and in Philadelphia, which means the crowd will be into it. I, I really do think, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've just, something about it, it just feels the right place, right time. If, you know, if they don't do well, something's gone terribly wrong as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, if these two men with that stipulation can't steal the show, then we might have to start thinking about different fandoms to join <laughs> <laughs> i agree because nothing will ever be the same it'd be like well nothing makes sense to me anymore so i may as well just leave uh, dear. but i mean who have you got though I and mean, i think i know who you're going to choose but who do you think is going to win actually it's not i think not that easy i take it back it's not that easy i think they could do lots of things here well putting my my booking hat on i think the next takeover alistair alistair black will be in the main event right okay Does so so he has to win th- here? Not necessarily. I, I think that e- either one of these guys could take the loss and it won't really hurt him because they're so big right now. Yeah, yeah, they're over, yeah. Because you have Adam Cole with the Undisputed Era. I'm sure they'll come in and help him out because yeah. they're, good, they're good friends like that probably. <laughs> uh, Alistair Black can take the loss because even if he loses, that won't take away from his credit of being a legitimate mother in the ring yeah true no true i think you're right if they have an amazing match no one's gonna really give a shit who wins that is when wins and losses actually don't matter but i think adam cole will win i think adam cole will win too i think the long-term plan is to have the undisputed era set on top of that card for a long time and i think that every faction needs that moment where they hold on everything yeah, exactly. So you, you wanted to have the, the, the world championship and the tag team championships. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 think I'd, I think I'd go Adam Cole here as well. But I think ultimately they'll win just by being amazing. And I've got no problems with that as well. And then interestingly enough, I mean, I think the, the, you know, the championship match, the NXT belt, work. I like Almas. I like, especially with Vega, I think those two are great. But I just think it's the fact that Johnny Gargano is just the best baby face ever and you can't help but love him that, you know, if you put him in any main event, you're probably going to feel like everything's going all right. Well, 
uh, unpopular opinion. Uh, I, I don't discredit Gargano and anything that he does. I just, I don't get it. Okay. Interesting. Why not? Cause he reminds me a lot of Daniel Bryan and, <laughs> that, whole, and that, that whole thing. I never necessarily got either. You weren't part of the yes movement, Andrew. I was not. I don't know if that takes my wrestling card away, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it definitely doesn't do. No, dude, it's all about it's all about opinions. You are right though. He does fit that mold. He is very lovable babyface. And it it just seems boring to me. No. I mean, I, I I take no disrespect from him in the ring. I think he's fantastic. It's just the character. It's sort of that thing that us internet people are supposed to hate. The oh golly gee da 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 babyface. Yeah. Does that mean when Champa comes back, you want him to whip Gagana's ass? I just want good wrestling, but yeah. <laughs> so who have you got here, though? I think it's an interesting match. I assume Almas will win, maybe because Champa comes back. I don't know, but my gut tells I, me Almas. I was about to, men- to to ask you that. Have we heard anything on Champa? Nothing. It's then that sometimes. You know, I mean, I can't remember what his injury was or how long he was meant to be out, but it's been a very long time. And the fact that everyone has been so quiet about it makes me go, well, maybe there's a reason for that. That, that makes me put on my tinfoil hat, too. Exactly, exactly. But I was still, I was still, I, I think that would be a good way to get out of this. But my gut still tells me that Almas is going to win. I think he's going to win, too, but not necessarily because Chompa comes back. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, I think he'll win because the unfortunate injury to McIntyre, they sort of have to either put everything behind Almas or put the belt on somebody else. Yeah, no, I, I think I think you're right. But for now, I think Almas retains. Then I bet we do Adam Cole versus Almas. Adam Cole wins, and then where we go from there, who who, who knows? I've got no idea after that. Uh, and then, of course, that brings us to the next night, and it brings us to the Royal Rumble, which, despite being four hours long, only has six matches on it, but that's, of course, because we have the two Royal Rumbles. Let's start with the Women's Royal Rumble. I cannot see anybody else winning now but Ronda Rousey just because I don't even know. It's not WWE's fault, but there's been so much talk around it. I don't even know who would be a good choice other than her. I disagree with you entirely. Yes, that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. (laughs) Hit me up. Tell me why. So, A... I, I was reading this thing before we started this. Uh, Rousey's even saying that she's not even going to be in it. I did see that, but to me, I'm such a, uh, a, a, a jaded wrestling fan. I, I, I believe everything's a work these days. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think everybody's trying to work me. I, I know you can never work me anymore, so I just believe the opposite. But no, I did say that too, and that is true. And that was the TMZ, so it's not like it was a WWE affiliate or anything like that. And here's just my overall feelings on Rousey and the Rumble. So you had this quote unquote historic happening for for the Royal Rumble. It's the first ever women's Royal Rumble, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you do, do you want someone who isn't a professional wrestler to win the Royal Rumble? Now I totally agree with you. And my answer would be no. Because I think when you look back in the history books, it's a stupid thing to do. But I think from a uh what do you call it? A, uh, I can't get the right word. I, try, uh, I guess a, a mainstream point of view. It's not the word I'm looking for. But from a mainstream point of view, 
I think WWE wants that. And that's why I think it makes so much sense. And also, I think because it ties in so well to the fact that not only will Ronda Rousey win, which means they'll get coverage, but they'll also get coverage off the fact they're doing their first ever Women's Rumble. And I think that to them is more important. May I offer a secondary storyline? I, I, I would like nothing more. I love it when people disagree with me. So. so, like I said, I don't necessarily think she should win because she isn't a pro wrestler. Yeah. I didn't necessarily say that she wouldn't be at the Royal Rumble. True. So what happens? So, there's either one or two schools of thought that a lot of people in this community have been saying that she's either going to face Oscar at WrestleMania or she's going to face Charlotte. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. And my, my gut's always been Charlotte just because I, I think they see her as a homegrown talent and they don't see Oscar that way. So p- picture this, right? The, the Royal Rumble's happening. Five, four, three, two, one. Pages music hits. Now this is going to confuse. All right, here we go. Here we go. I'm, I'm getting comfortable. This is going to confuse some people that are listening to Simon Miller's pro wrestling podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but follow me. Follow me. I'm with you. So Paige comes out on the ramp. Every, everybody and their mother knows that she can't compete right now. And Charlotte is already in the Rumble or Oscar, depending on who you want. Yeah. They're, they're confused. They're, they're looking at her and they're doing the verbal jousting, whatever you want. A figure in a hood comes into the ring and throws said person out. Okay. That's Ronda Rousey. And then what happens? Just does she reveal herself or not? Yeah, uh, she, she reveals herself. I think that... If and and then could, what happens it, to her? Does she get thrown out or does she win? No, uh, she she just leaves. Oh, she's not even in the Royal Rumble. She's just there. No. Oh, okay. And then you, uh, and you build I, to it that way. I think if they could somehow tie her into to, uh, Absolution, I think that has a lot of legs behind it. I, I like it because then you're ticking all the boxes. And Who wins the Royal Rumble then? To me, I think Charlotte. Well, even though she's the champion. Oh, sorry. Crap. <laughs> but, no, no, dude, but honestly, I don't think that's the worst storyline in the world because, um, because I genuinely believe there is a story. I mean, maybe not because it's the first women's Rumble, but I, I totally believe that Alexa Bliss is going to be in this Rumble because she wants to protect her title. I, I think it's a good spin. I think it's a good, they've never done that before either. The champion has never won the Rumble. Rumble. I think that's a really great story. You just have to make sure you tell that story well. And then you, you can protect Rousey because you align her with Paige and Absolution, who can do the, the quote-unquote talking for her. Yeah. Uh, dude, it's not, the, it's not the worst idea I've heard, but like that. I, 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 like the fa- I like the surprise aspect. I like the fact that you know, we can still tie Ronda Rousey in. And yeah, then we get a, a, a professional wrestler winning the Royal Rumble, which you know, is, if it doesn't happen, is going to irk a lot of people. I mean, that's just a fact, isn't it? Let's not pretend otherwise. <laughs> uh, right so we'll go through the other matches quickly as well I mean the Usos versus Gable and Benjamin I think it could potentially be the best match on the show however it does feel a bit lackluster two out of three falls for obviously the Smackdown tag champions I love the match they had on Raw, uh, on Raw on Smackdown between Jey Uso and Gable other than that yeah I just think it'll be a good match really do, do you think his uh, recent run in with the law will affect this 
Um, no. Just because I think he's one of the guys that they like. <laughs> and I think, that's okay. how, I think that's how it works in WWE. They'll see this as a misdemeanor more than anything else. So I'll say no. I'm going to go the Usos to retain because I think we have to go... Uh, maybe not actually because it depends how WWE sees Rusev Day at the moment because I think they know they've got to put them in that match. Although also you've got to get the Bludgeon Brothers involved. You know, I have no idea. I'm just going to say the Usos get retained because I've got no clue. <laughs> what are you going on? Um, that it is a tough one because I'm not I'm not sure be, with everything that just happened with him if they're gonna quote unquote punish them. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with my gut and say that they will at least for the time being to make it appear like, hey, this this was not good. True. True. I think it's a fair point. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, the world's greatest tag team revival. Revival? No, the world's greatest tag team. Oh, right. So, oh, sorry. So, <laughs> I think about the Revival is somehow going to get in there. Uh, I, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world because obviously they are heels and they can feud with Rusev Day, who are kind of a face, but not a face. So, yeah, I, I don't think that's the worst shout in the world. I'm not massively excited about the Raw Tag Team Championship match. Just because Neither he, am I. even though Jason Jordan has taken Dean Ambrose's place, I still feel like I've seen these two versus the bar a thousand times. And I think it will be a good match, but it's hard to enjoy a good match when it's, I don't care. <laughs> That's the problem. Um, but yeah, I mean, what is there to say? I think that Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins retain simply because I believe they're going to have a match at WrestleMania. And I don't think you can break them up now. It's too early. I can't have three months of flipping Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins feud. So I think you have to eke it out a little bit longer first. What's the timeline for Seamus? Isn't he supposedly retiring Appa soon? Apparently, or? but he's taking power bombs on house shows. So who knows? <laughs> who absolutely knows? I have no clue. But that would be another reason to suggest they don't win them back. Because maybe, yeah, maybe he just can't go. But who knows? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. All of it is mental. None of it makes any sense. Uh, but I, I agree. I, I think it'll be a, a fine match. But again, no, nothing really gets the, gets the juices flowing here. No, no. Who would you go there? Who, who do you take on? Uh, Seth and Jason, yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. Um, what is next? We've got two championship matches, of course. Now, obviously, the thing that I don't know, I only found this out today. Kevin Owens apparently is really injured, which is why they did that whole thing on, on SmackDown. So apparently the whole AJ versus Kevin and Sammy for the WWE Championship is actually more or less going to be AJ versus Sami Zayn. Yeah. Uh, which I'm all right with, because I, I never believed that AJ Styles was going to lose this anyway. It's his back, though, right, Kevin Owens? I think so, yeah. But I think he'll, uh, he'll stay out of the match mostly. I was uh, I was listening to Jericho's thing, so. But uh, Sami Zayn kind of falls into that Gargano category for me. I I think I have liked his heel turn though. I have think it's been really good. I've hated it. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I guess it's because it's just the general feeling of SmackDown anymore. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I take like, your point. Dolph Ziggler hates everybody. Sami Zayn hates everybody. <laughs> Kevin <laughs> Owens. Hold on. Wait. Hates everybody. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, wrestling fans are dicks. So maybe they have justification <laughs> for it. But is And when Kevin Owens does it, it... I don't want to say he's the cool heel, but I believe it more. And I don't know if this is just me being quote unquote old school. I don't like it when the smaller guys are heels. 
No, I think that's fair. I, I, I see what you're saying because it, it presents a babyface a good challenge to take on a guy that's bigger than them. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. I mean, I, I can't, but I, I don't see in any universe Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn winning this match. I don't think it's possible. I, th- I think it'll be a good show, but I agree. I think Styles will win. Yeah, me too. I, I think it'd be fun. I think they'll find a way to keep Kevin Owens out. But yeah, ultimately, I think, uh, I think AJ wins. And I think this is the other problem. I think we kind of know who's going to win the Universal Championship match as well. It ain't going to be Kane. Braun Strowman <laughs> will not take the fall. And Brock Lesnar will pin Kane after, I don't know, F5-ing him through a table. And that's that. I mean, it literally, I, I think it'll be a good match. I've actually quite enjoyed the build. I think what they've done has been decent. But yeah, I don't think, uh, I, don't, I, I don't think there's much. There's much here, really, if I'm being honest. Now, see, part of me just wants to argue with you. Do but... it. Argue with me. Arguing is what podcasts are all about, my friend. <laughs> but I, I would be honestly shocked. This would, this would be one of the few times as a wrestling fan I would be shocked if Braun Strowman wins the title. Oh, I definitely would be. I don't, especially because apparently, spoilers, the rumor is he's going to face The Miz for the IC Championship at WrestleMania, which is a, a bizarre a bizarre matchup, but still. Um, yeah, I, I just, I also, all the work they've done for Lesnar over the last year, what, I just don't, I don't see the point of giving it to Lesnar right now, especially when Kane is right there to take the fall. And I think that's why there's no point to do it. I can't disagree, which, which sucks. Well, no, it would be great, right? It'd be awesome if, um, you know, if, uh, if, if Braun did win, and maybe he even pins Kane, but I just think that spoils all their plans. I may not be a fan of their plan, but given how much time and effort they've put into it, I don't think this is the time to change course. Yeah, I mean, Lesnar, for all the crap that people talked about Jinder Mahal when he, he was champion, at least he was there. Well, yeah, he did turn up every week. But I guess yeah, that, 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 that's the kind of the magic Brock has, though. I, 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 maybe not as much as he once did, but he kind of brings a legitimacy to everything that people just believe. Uh, again, I can't disagree. It's just I'm getting, I'm getting tired of it. I think I am too, and to a certain extent. Like I, I, mostly because I just think he's come to the end of his time. I, I wouldn't be surprised me if he doesn't sign another contract after WrestleMania or wherever, wherever it ends, just because maybe, maybe it's not the time. Maybe Lord help me. Even even Paul Heyman, the the god of the microphone, has become somewhat stale. Yeah, well, it's because it's the same thing every week, right? I enjoy it. Yeah, but you know, it's hard to argue that it's not same old, same old. So, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. But I think we both agree that Lesnar wins. I think we're we're assured on that one. Yeah. All right. So then we transition, obviously, into the men's Royal Rumble. I've I've been convinced for ages that I know who's going to win this. And at the moment, the odds are, are, are supporting me too. I think it's Shinsuke Nakamura's all the way. I think it makes perfect sense. You start the AJ Styles-Nakamura feud. Everybody wants to see it. It'll be fun. It'll be exciting. It's different. It makes uh, Nakamura main eventer in one night. I don't see why anybody else would win. Well, that was fun. Mailer, okay, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though, right? It, just makes, it makes too much sense. That's a good thing, but it makes yeah. too much sense. Like, you give it to Reigns, you're going to have another... Uh, controversial finish. If you give it to somebody else, I mean, this this Dolph Ziggler rumor. I don't think people would like that. I think. If oh, could... I hope not. No, I just I think it's a really silly idea. That that back has passed as much as we may not want it to. Um, but I honestly believe that um, you know having a babyface winner wins win 
that the crowd enjoys will, be, will mean that we don't need a surprise because that in itself will feel like a novelty because we never get it anymore. Well, well, since we agree, I, I you know, and I want to help the podcast along. Uh, <laughs> where do you think he'll come in? That is a great question. I would put him in early. I'd have him as a as a because I think you you need to create suspense, right? And I think a few people have now started to think this. I'd put him in the first five, uh, maybe not one really, or, maybe not one or two because that may be a bit much. But I think first five. Give him the Iron Man spot because then people again you trick the people, you make them go, oh, he's going to be the Iron Man, and then he wins. I think it completely, um, uh, you know, uh, eliminates the problems that he had before, you know, when everyone was discussing how WWE is treating his character. And I think just knowing it's going to be AJ Styles and Kevin, uh, AJ Styles and Kevin Owens, AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura in some sense, even if you do throw Randy Orton in there, which is another inkling I've got, I think you'll get away with it. I just think it's the best thing to do to make people happy. And that's what wrestling should do. I think we have the same idea, just execution slightly different. Where would you put him? I would put him in between five to ten. It's a bit later on then. You have a different yeah. you have a different Iron Man. Who would be your Iron Man? I always like the Iron Man spot. I think Chad Gable. I like it. I that's a very good shout. I mean, I think he's got so much talent that eventually he should transition to the way. I think I think he's the perfect guy. I don't know whether they'll do it, but no, I like that. So I think that's a really good shout. Uh, I, I could see him coming in at maybe four, four or five. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I can. I can. Yeah. I it'll last until about you know, maybe in the low twenties and then getting eliminated. I think the problem is, I think they're going to give it to Baron Corbin. <laughs> wow. Okay. I think I, they love Baron Corbin. I think he'll get that run, but we will, uh, we, we will have to wait and see, but we're both agreed. I tell you what, here's an interesting question. Who is Nakamura in there with at the end? That is an interesting question. I don't know. I go Randy Orton after what happened on SmackDown. I think the last, I, I think, the, yeah. I think the last four could even be a combination of Randy Orton, Baron Corbin, Nakamura, and I would also throw. Who would I throw in there as a as someone from Raw? It would have to be. Who, yeah, that's who, what I would. Oh, Reigns, of course. Reigns will, of course. Roman Reigns will still get to the final four. Of course he will. What world am I living in? I can, <laughs> I, I can see that being the final four. And I could even see it going down to potentially Nakamura and Reigns, actually, because which would be a great idea on WWE's behalf, because then when flipping Nakamura knocks him out, everyone will go even more crazy. That's good booking. I hope they do that. I'll be mad now. <laughs> um, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you. Uh, Who do you say? Orton, Corbin, Reigns, and Nakamura? Yeah, I think that makes sense. I, mean, I, I wouldn't put Corbin in there, but I think they like Corbin, so... If I was gonna, yeah. if I was gonna have my fourth guy in there, I would like someone like a Seth Rollins or someone like that. Not that he needs it; he's got the tag, but he may not even be in the Rumble. I don't know. But I just, I just think it would be better. But I, I think I, they, they like Baron Corbin, so that's fine. I don't mind. Is yeah, that, that, that's kind of where mine, my mine was going to Seth Rollins, or may, maybe take uh, Corbin out and maybe put someone like Kofi Kingston in. Yeah, I'd be alright with that. Some guy that people really get behind. Yep, I think I'd be totally behind that. Not a problem at all. You know, an outside bet that deep down you know is not going to win, but maybe, just maybe. You know, I, I'm all I'm all for that. I got no problem with that whatsoever. And that's it. That's the Royal Rumble. That's it. We're, yeah. we're done and dusted. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be interesting just because there's a lot of intrigue in there. Uh, the Women's Royal Rumble kind of sells itself. Just never seen it before. Takeover seems good. And then yeah, what we'll definitely do is next week, man, we'll get you on and we'll talk NXT and we'll talk Raw. So we'll get you on the Tuesday show. Getting a first-hand account of that Raw, man. A lot could happen on that Raw, dude. they got to start building it big time. 
So I'm, road to I'm, WrestleMania. Yeah, dude, I'll be excited to have you on, and uh, yeah, I'm 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 pumped that you're there now. It's gonna be, I'd be intrigued to see you know if you were to have a a different takeaway to people that watch it on TV. Thank you, my friend. That's good. You got you got a great weekend, dude. I tell you, if I, if I, if I was going to NXT on Saturday and flipping Raw on Monday, I'd be pumped up. That would be great. That would be great. Uh, so that's it. That's XFL. That's the Royal Rumble predictions. That's NXT predicted. That's pretty much all that is going on with pro wrestling. What a week it's been. I feel a bit exhausted. We've had a lot of wrestling this week. And Nick's Max Challenge, too. Yeah, but exactly. we can talk about that later. Well, I, I, I don't even know what it was this week. I don't even know what it was altogether. I mean, it's a, ni- it's a nice little gimmicky thing, but I don't think it's for me. I think I've got enough wrestling in a week. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I need any more. Uh, but, dude, we'll definitely get you on next week. Thank you so much for your time. I'm genuinely excited to see how you get on. But more importantly, enjoy NXT and enjoy Raw. Thank you, my friend. You're very welcome. And thank, you, <laughs> thank you for coming on. Again, this is Simon's Pro Wrestling Podcast. Everyone always asks me this. We're on everything other than Spotify because they handpick the podcasts. But if it's a podcasting app, we should be on there. If not, tweet me at Simon316 and let me know. Join the Facebook group, Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. If you do have a dollar or whatever to spare, patreon.com forward slash Simon316. That's how all this stuff works. As I am pimping stuff right now, please do head over to the YouTube channel tomorrow around in the afternoon, maybe 4 o'clock, youtube.com forward slash the Miller Report rules. I'm launching a new Miller Report series. Obviously, it's a pilot, so all the feedback and criticism I can get would be good because, you know, these things are always a work in progress. But the more people that could watch that, it took me a long time to make. <laughs> so the more people that watch it, the better I will feel. However, I, I don't think we will talk again before the Royal Rumble, everybody. So enjoy Royal Rumble weekend. Make all your snacks. Have fun. Uh, make sure you head over to What Culture as well. Check out all my nonsense on there. Done the YouTube stuff. Andrew, you have a lovely weekend. You, you as well, Simon. Thank you, my friend. And we will be back on the way, airwaves next week. Yeah.